This is We Talk Some Cowboy Football this afternoon. We welcome into the program from the athletic John Machota. John, good afternoon. How are you? Appreciate your time today. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Hey, so we were just having a conversation, and, and for the most part, I get it. We we don't game plan these these exhibition games, and your player personnel packages are crazy sometimes, but do you take anything away the fact that the Cowboys went 0-4 in their exhibition games? You know, I really did. I just – I know it doesn't really matter. And then just the way that Mike McCarthy runs the preseason operation, like he just isn't putting guys out there very much. Like he's trying more so not to show anything. And he was like that last year. I mean, we had that one open blue and white scrimmage when they had the training camp back here in Texas where he didn't even have any players' numbers or names on the jerseys in case anybody was watching the copy of what was just a very unentertaining practice. So I think he's very guarded about what he shows, and he cares more about getting the team healthy into into week one. And so that that's the big thing with him. And then the other thing is just, I mean, the Cowboys were – last two times the Cowboys have been 0-4 uh, in the preseason was 2014, and they went to the playoffs, and then 2018 went to the playoffs. And they won playoff games both those years. So I'm not saying this team's going to necessarily do that. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. But I'm just saying it, it just really doesn't hold a lot of weight anymore. John, what's the biggest question, Mark, as we approach the 53-man roster? Is there a position you're looking at going, yeah, I don't know? Yeah, I would say for me personally, it's the defensive backfield because it's all about, you know, I mean, I, I could see them keeping as many as 12 defensive backs. And that's just because, one, there's nobody in the group that's really separated themselves where they're just like, so on another level. I mean, the closest that would be maybe, you know, Trayvon Diggs at corner and even at safety. I mean, maybe it's DeMonte KZ, Donovan Wilson's dealing with an injury right now. Like there's just, the group's pretty close together and I can see them keeping five safeties and, you know, six or seven corners with one of them being CJ uh, Goodwin because he's a special teams ace. So um, that's probably the position that's most interesting to me also because they have a rookie in Israel Mukwamu who had that interception in the game yesterday. And you're kind of sitting there like, you know, I think he's done enough to actually make the team, and I know Mike McCarthy leans towards keeping the younger guy. He wants to develop uh, the younger part of the roster, so it kind of comes down to are you keeping an Israel Mukwamu or are you keeping a, a proven veteran special teams guy that also helps out of safety and Darian Thompson. So uh, that, that's, probably, that's probably the most notable spot because while there, there's some interest as to you know, the, who could be the last cut on the offensive line, um, if you've watched any of these preseason games where that's the majority of the Cowboys' second-team offensive line playing, uh, the Cowboys are much like everybody else in the NFL. Their second-team offensive line, uh, you're going to be in trouble if they're playing a lot anyway. So uh, I'm, not, I'm not as focused on them because I know this season depends on Lyle Collins and Tyron Smith being healthy. And if they're not, uh, they're going to have some problems up front there. But, yeah, that last offensive line spot, whether it's you know, a Brandon Knight, uh, whether he makes it or not, could be interesting. Uh, just because he's he started quite a few games last year and he can play tackle and guard and but his his position is far from guaranteed so yeah there, there's interesting you know 53 man roster spots but I think for the most part the guys that are going to really make an impact on Sundays during the regular season they know who those guys are and, and I don't think there's going to be many surprises there as they break camp uh, did anything change for you as far as the the uh, the pecking order for the quarterbacks we know Dak is clearly number one did uh, Cooper Rush do enough or did he do anything to uh, to change your mind as far as who's going to be the number two guy yeah I mean he was impressive in that last preseason game and I know Kellen Moore really likes him because he knows Kellen Moore's offense because he's been around it a lot I personally I'm leaning towards Garrett Gilbert just because of yeah he, he didn't play well the the third preseason game but he played well 
yesterday when he got some opportunities there. He had the one nice touchdown drive. Um, and I just think that they're more confident with what he was able to do last year when he was called upon. Played pretty well against uh, the Steelers, even though they lost that game. Uh, I think I think for me, I think they lean Gilbert. But at the same time, uh, it's not like either of those backups were that impressive. I mean, I, I'm more surprised that they didn't make a run. Or maybe they did. We just never heard about it at Gardner Minshew. I, I think Gardner Minshew is better than both those guys. It doesn't look like the Eagles are giving up much for him. Uh, I think that would have made more sense. Uh, but it looks like it's coming down to these two guys, and, and I think Gilbert has a little bit of an edge. John, most of the times a definition of a really good football team is they're a really good football team because they have depth on both sides of the ball. The Cowboys, are are they in that situation right now, or is that still something that they've got to figure out as they go through and try to build under Mike McCarthy? Yeah, on offense, I think, outside of the offensive line, I think, and, and quarterback, I think there's depth there with, with running back and tight end and wide receiver. I think you got you got some depth to positions. That, that's nice. Defensively, though, I, I don't necessarily see that. I think there's a considerable drop-off after Demarcus Lawrence and Randy Gregory at edge rusher. Defensive tackle is the weakest position on the team, and it, and it became even weaker without Neville Gallimore for the first probably month of the season. Uh, and then, you know, linebacker's strong, and there's good depth there. Uh, I'll give them that. But, but even at defensive back, you saw yesterday in that game, like guys that they could be counting on if there's injuries at corner – are rookies like Nishan Wright and Kelvin Joseph. And you see them out there in these preseason games, and you're just like, whoa, if we, we'd have to throw them out there one of these first weeks against Brady or Justin Herbert, we might be in trouble here. So um, I think their depth's okay, um, but it all comes along with developing these really these younger players. That's a Mike McCarthy thing. He said it since the day he walked in the building. He's really trying to you know, get a lot of youth on the back end of the roster. Well, Youth also leads to, you know, you're probably going to have some mistakes. There's growing pains that come with it. Um, but the hope is that you're playing those guys so that down the line you're not paying them very much and they can be contributors for you if you develop them the right way. So that's the goal there. But as we sit here going into week one, uh, I don't think they have great depth um, behind their starters. But if they stay healthy, opposite of what they did last year, they should, they should be in good shape. John, and we know that there's decisions that uh, the staff has, has got to make uh, before tomorrow at 3 o'clock, but as you look at this roster and, as it, and how they've constructed this football team for 2021, is this, in your opinion, a playoff team? I think it is, and, and, and the reason I say that mainly is because of just the division they play in, and I'm just the rest of the division has done nothing to really impressed me in terms of like improvement. I mean, I know Washington's the defending division champs, but I don't think anybody's looking at them. Like, I don't know how you, how you can, un, you know, unseat them. I mean, it, it seems the Cowboys should have done that last year, even without Dak. If, if they would have just had a healthy offensive line, Andy Dalton would have had them win the division. So, so with Dak Prescott back and the offensive line healthy, I don't see how they don't win this division and make the playoffs. And then, but then that's the thing you get to the playoffs and, Mike McCarthy was brought in here to go to that next level. You know, it's to win playoff games after you get there. So uh, that remains to be seen if they can do that. But, you know, obviously they got to get there first, and we're going to find out a lot about this team in these first two weeks. You know, um, you probably don't want to start 0-2, and, and both these games are going to be on the road. Uh, and so it's, it's going to be interesting. But the thing they got to fall back on is that back end of their schedule is a lot of NFC East games, and, and they should be the favorite. They are the favorites, and, and they should win the NFC East. John Machota with The Athletic Talking Cowboys here on ESPN Central Texas. And, and John, yesterday, Kellen Moore didn't call plays. They wanted to go about it just as if uh, maybe COVID gets them sometime during the season. It, did it? Did, could you see a difference in the way the game was called yesterday? 
it was tough. I'm not going to lie. I just, I'm, the way I'm looking at this, I just saw a patchwork offensive line that's a lot of second-level players mm-hmm. with a lot of second-level wide receivers and talent, even at quarterback. It was really hard to evaluate it going against a team that, even though Jacksonville will be one of the worst teams in the NFL this year, um, it was just it was tough to, to for them to really get much going against that first team uh, Jacksonville defense. It was just tough to to evaluate it, and that's really the most interesting thing about covering this team over the last month is is you watch all of training camp and you watch all these preseason games, and then you're trying to make these conclusions on like what you think the season's going to be like. Well, it's really difficult to do that when you have one thing in your mind and that's you're picturing what you saw, but at the same time you're not seeing Ezekiel Elliott ever be tackled to the ground. He's not playing in any preseason games, and he's not really getting tackled in practice. Then you have Dak Prescott, who's coming in uh, in the offseason program where he's being limited because of his ankle. And then he, then he has a strain in the throwing shoulder, so you don't really see much of him. And, then, and so we're seeing him at the tail end of this, and it's like those are two key pieces that everything is, I mean, night and day. You tell me that both of those guys play the normal like preseason they probably win one or two preseason games, and then a lot more people are excited right now, you know. But we'll, we'll find out a lot in, in week one. But that's the way Mike McCarthy wanted it, especially after last year coming off all those injuries. It was this camp, this preseason was about getting to week one as healthy as possible. And aside from the Neville Gallimore injury and, and, and the neck stingers that Lyle Collins has been dealing with, they pretty much have accomplished that goal. John, we mentioned uh, the start of the season against Tampa, but they really have a couple of tough games on the road to to, uh, to start 2021. <laughs> they, they really do. I mean, but that's kind of how it goes. You know, you got to it's, – it's a little bit different for the Cowboys because they generally start at home. Um, but, yeah, they're going to have to win some games on the road. And, you know, that's the thing. This league gets loaded with good quarterback play, and, and they're going to get two good ones right off the bat, Tom Brady and Justin Herbert. That's going to tell you a lot about where this team sits. Now, 17-game schedule, it maybe you know, gives you a little bit more room, a little bit more landing space here for if, if you do start out a little slow. And like I said, the back end of that schedule is very NFC East heavy. So if you stay healthy, you know, that's where your season is going to – I mean, we saw it last year. I mean, you could back into a, a playoff spot and be getting healthy and, and, and clicking at the right time just by taking care of, a, of what is going to be the worst division in the NFL for the second consecutive year. So um, – it's funny because when the schedule comes out, you know, we always sit there and we'll, you know, do our early projections. <laughs> and but, once, but once the season comes around, like there's guys that are hurt or this team's playing better than you thought they were. And, and uh, you know, uh, you just, it's just hard to do from week to week because there are so many injuries and there are so many unknowns. And there are every year it seems like because of the parity that there's teams that at least a handful where you're like, wow, I didn't think they were going to play that well. And then there's another handful where you're like, I thought that was going to be a playoff team. And, you know, they win six games like the Cowboys last year. All right, with, with, with that theme in mind, is this a is this a division that nine wins can can claim a title? Possibly. Yeah. I think I think that's I think that's very possible. Um you know, ten ten I think would do it for sure. But yeah, no, nine could get it done. I mean, heck, eight, eight and one might be able to get it done if it's on the same level as it was last year. I mean I mean that's the one thing. Like, yeah, it's not great for fans that you know, are going to see a bunch of Cowboys primetime games against you know these other teams that like Philadelphia, you know Washington D.C., New York, these other big media markets. Uh, but if you're a Cowboys fan, you have to you have to love being in this division because it's like, well, even if we go through a rough patch, I mean, like they did last year, where you you know you're losing three, four, five games in a row, you're like, well, technically we're still not out of this thing right now. You know, what I mean, just think of last year if 
let's say Dak's Dak injured his ankle, but it wasn't that severe of an ankle injury. But it was just, it was going to be one where he missed like a month. Well, Dak would have came back, and it wouldn't even have mattered that he missed that month. They were still right in the thick of it. It was just that it was a season-ending injury, and then that was it. You know, he wasn't coming back. So um, they're pretty fortunate to be in this awful division. But you know, the way the NFL is, though, usually those divisions don't stay that way. You know, so. Try and take advantage of it now because there's no guarantee that the division is going to stay down like this for long. Let's go back to quarterback for just a second because I forgot to ask you this earlier. Ben DiNucci, does he make the practice squad, or do you think it depends on the Cowboys are looking at the waiver wire and trying to find out if, if there's anybody out there? Is it still kind of up in the air for him if somebody's out there that they feel comfortable that they'd kind of like to get in camp? <laughs> uh, when you ask that, all I'm thinking about is like, Am I making the decision or is Mike McCarthy? <laughs> if McCarthy's making the decision, then there's a decent possibility he's there. Uh, but for me and, and most that have watched this team, I, I don't see – I don't know where there's been enough positives to where you're like, well, we gotta, we got to keep him around and, and continue to develop him. I, I, don't, I just, I'm not seeing it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not you know, a quarterback expert, but I'd love to see a quarterback expert break down his film and tell me where you're seeing the positives. I, I, I just don't see it. And – and again, you don't have much invested in him. He's a late round pick. Like you can go draft another guy like that next year, and the year after that, and the year after that, and the year mm-hmm. after that, and you keep swinging until you 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 hit on a guy that you think might be. Hey, you know what? Let's keep stashing this guy away because we got something here. I I don't know that I've seen anything from Ben DiNucci, training camp, preseason, whatever, where I saw enough flashes for that extra spot. But um, you know, it's a possibility because I think I think McCarthy still likes him. I mean, obviously McCarthy wanted to draft him. Um, but, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I, I just, I know that there's 16 spots now in the practice squad instead of 10, you know, they went to that last year, but I don't know why you would need two quarterbacks. And so why wouldn't you keep Cooper rush on the practice squad or Garrett Gilbert, whoever doesn't make it out of those two, those two have clearly outplayed Ben DiNucci. Hey, John, we appreciate it. Thanks so much. Uh, what are you working on for the athletic? Well, uh, for all tomorrow will be all about the roster and, uh, you know, just kind of what the moves that happen tomorrow uh, kind of mean, because even though it'll be trimmed to 53 tomorrow, that will not be the final 53 on this. Like one, one example is, is that number three running back. I don't think that number three running back is on this roster. And right I think that number three running back is either a free agent right now, or he's on another team and he's about to get cut by somebody it might even be the same thing with number three tight end and maybe even another position, maybe defensive tackle. So uh, a lot of focus on just how they're going to fill out the rest of this roster because, uh, yeah, they'll, they'll have a 53 tomorrow at the end of the day, but, but I doubt it's the same 53 that they're going to have uh, going into week one against the Bucks. John, as always, thanks so much. Appreciate your time today. No problem, guys. Thanks for having me on. Talk to you.